Hello, everyone, and welcome again to my podcast called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and this is Season 2, Episode Number 21. And this episode is a continuation of our discussion about Step Number 5, and My version of step number five is I admitted to God, to myself, and to another human being the exact nature of my wrongs. And I always ascribe a gift from God with each step. And the gift for this particular step, I believe, is the gift of cleansing. Now, the actual title of this episode is Step 5, Admission. Do I need a lawyer? (laughs) This is part 2. So, in the last episode, we spoke about uh, admitting to God the exact nature of my wrongs. And I think I saw that it was kind of a, a gray area, but it had more to do with me than it had to do with God. Because... What I was really trying to do is to really have a certain amount of maybe extreme honesty and to lay myself out there and say, God, here is what I've been. Here's who I am. So now the second part of the step is admitted to ourselves or myself the exact nature of my wrongs. Now, Again, on first blush, this part of the step seems kind of redundant. I mean, I've done the fourth step. That was all me. That was putting myself out on paper. Uh, How could I not um, look at that and and see who I was being or who I, I had become? And then the first part of this step, the fifth step, is to admit this all to God again. And now this part, it says, admit it to myself. Again. I mean, how many times am I going to beat myself down with this? Well, it's not. If I've... (laughs) I I can't say enough about uh, these steps being in the particular order they should be. If I have done those first three steps, and I will keep going back to them. If I have done those first three steps, and... I have given myself to God. If I have given God control over my life as much as I possibly can, then in looking at all of this, maybe you call it junk, in looking at this fourth step, in doing this fifth step, there really shouldn't be very much in the way of fear. If you do have a lot of fear in doing this step, if you do have a lot of angst when you look at your uh, your moral wrongs, if you have a lot of uh, embarrassment or whatever when you are trying to admit these things to God and to yourself, I'd like to make a suggestion right now. I would suggest that 
you might want to go back to the first, second, and third step, especially the third step. And maybe look at the fact whether or not you've decided to turn your will over to the care of God. Because if you have, if you really have, and even with just the slightest bit of practice, you're not going to be overwhelmed now at this point in looking at this fourth and fifth step. Okay, so here we are uh, admitting to ourselves the nature of my wrongs. Now, this fifth step, the parts of the fifth step, aren't unique in themselves. Uh, they are unique, but they certainly overlap each other. At least the first two parts, admitting to God, admitting to myself. It means I'm taking, I look at this fourth step, it's kind of like a refresher. Let me look at this thing and let me make sure that I haven't left anything out. Let me make sure that I haven't glossed over anything. Let me make sure that my ego hasn't gotten between me and my pencil. I've told you all before that one of my biggest, biggest enemies is rationalization. I am so good at sitting myself down and talking to myself and saying, Hey, Chuck, you know, it ain't as bad as you thought it was. You, you, you know, overall, you're a really good guy and you've been doing a great job. Don't even worry. Let's, let's just push that out of the way. Let's make believe it doesn't even exist. And I say, Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. But yeah, I'm really a good guy. I, I don't need any of that stuff, and I probably won't do it again. So why do I even have to look at it? And that, my friends, is my rationalization. And it's gotten me into more trouble than I could possibly ever tell you about. So that's part of the reason for working this step and saying, admitted to myself because I'm going to look over this whole fourth step and I think that's what's meant by it is to look over my fourth step page by page item by item and say okay is this really how it was is this really how I was is this how I lived my life and again if the first second and third step have uh kicked in, and if I have done those with the, the most honesty that I possibly can, and the most sincerity, I now have God as my power, with a capital P. I have more power now than I have ever had in my life, because God is there for me, and I have joined forces with God. I am not a human being anymore who is uh, walking around on the face of the earth who from time to time, maybe once a week or even once a day or twice a day or whatever, prays to God and asks for God's direction in kind of a 
prosy, poetic kind of way and convinces myself that and rationalizes that, okay, because I'm making myself aware and, and that God is there and asking for his help, etc., everything is okay. Well, that was kind of me before. That was me thinking that I had this connection with God, that I had um, God's protection because the church told me I had God's protection and he loved me, etc., etc. But I did I really? No, I didn't. God was not in me in the sense that I knew he was in me. God was right there every single moment of my life. In, and in the form of my spirit, God was constantly knocking at, at me, saying, look, I see you're hurting. I am here for you. I can help you. I love you. Look at me. Feel me. But I couldn't. My ego was too much in control of... Uh, my humanity was too much in control of me. And I wasn't able to break out of that shell. Well, what about now? What's the difference? The difference is that I hurt so badly that I was willing to do anything to get myself to feel better about myself. And so can you imagine that you have to hurt so much to be able to answer God's call and as a result, feel so good? I mean, it's been there all the time, but I... I, I just, I was not in a position to see it. So I was at the point where I said, God, I will do anything, anything in order to find myself again, to find out the person that I really am and the person I want to be and to be with you. I give up. I can't do this on my own anymore. I surrender and that is pretty much a good part of step two I have now a need to turn things over to my higher power I have a need to believe because I haven't been able to do anything myself and my life has turned to crap but I believe that my higher power can restore me to sanity. So that gets me to the point where now, in, as I'm doing this step five, I have, I believe, so step three again, made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God. So I've turned it over. And if that really kicks in, my friends, if you can really believe that, then you will be assured that God will take care of you and that the most important thing about life is spirit. So did we answer any questions about this step? I don't know. I don't... I, 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 again, I think that the first and second parts of this step kind of blend into each other. But it's really 
taking another look at myself, an honest as possible look at myself, and seeing exactly where I stand. And the whole point, I believe, is to have that shot, which actually will finalize in uh, talking to another human being about these things, but to have this shot at a tabula rasa, to have a clean slate, to go on from here, not necessarily being free of making any mistakes. It's, it's not likely that that's going to happen. But I've gotten rid of, I've dealt with the garbage of the past. God and I are now on the same page. And it's, it's a, a road sign to a continued beautiful life. Thank you for listening. And next time we'll be talking about uh, admitting to another human being the exact nature of these wrongs. Uh, thank you again, and see you next time.